Today we having a real talk series with our chopper with my bro, bro, babe, yes, man. Yes, so we are gonna get right straight into it, man. We're like, how you feeling? Yo, bro, I'm <laughs> feeling good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm dead ass like mad, like happy to like have you on my shit, man. I feel like, um, you know, we it's crazy because like the the way we kind of met, yeah. and we it, was just talking about yeah. that the other week, like yo, I was like yo, how do we even meet, bro? Yeah, that ass though. Like, so, I, I don't. I, I feel like we. I, I think um. How we how we met? We met through I think a mutual friend, Damon. It had to be a mutual friend yeah. for me, but like I really don't remember like the exact moment which we met, bro. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like that's just how it is with like dudes nowadays, bro. You feel just me? the just Pull the up, dab up, good convo. Yeah, for me, I don't know if you seen that video <laughs> on the gram. Though. It was like they made a video of how like dudes like become cool with each other. <laughs> that one, first is just like this. You put yeah. the hands up, then you start dabbing them. You feel me? No, I'm dead. Yeah, dead. yeah, yeah I think over. all love, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I want the audience out there to kind of like you know know who you are. You know how you grew up and stuff like that. <laughs> just for them to kind of have an idea whose favors, man. I mean, for me, my name is Favor, uh-huh. but you know, I tell people to call me Fave. Um, That's some smooth shit, though. Yo, bro. <laughs> yo, bro, listen to this. I didn't even know that I do that. You feel me? For me, I guess I used to do that with shorties, but like, I don't think I was telling any man to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. my name is Favor, call me Fave. Like, nah, we're not doing that. But um, yeah, my name, full name is Favor Nikwe, Nigerian born, Brooklyn raised. A quick fun fact like, we actually, my family, like, we actually came on 9 11. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, my birthday is um, September 18th, so, like, a week be- before, like, my third birthday, like, we was, you feel me? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of crazy, though. That's crazy. And, you know, we all know the tragic events of um, yeah. 9-11. You know, my mom tells a story all the time, like, how, we, you know, we was in the um, we was in the sky for man long mm-hmm. because, you know, the tragic events, so they wasn't, like, letting any aircraft, like, land in the States. So we actually had to redirect to Canada. Oh, wow. And we stayed in Canada for about a week. You know, she tells a story how we was in like um <laughs> we was in some embassy or something like that. Yeah. And some family just pointed at us like, yo, we want that family. <laughs> like, That's some weird we, shit though. Uh, we thank God though, for me. We go we go get into that. But like yeah. yeah. Nigerian born Brooklyn raised, you know, um growing up in the African household, bro, like, you know, I feel like we was really like demanded excellence. Like mm-hmm. we was expected to be excellent. You know, like if I get a ninety Where's the other 10 points? You mm-hmm. know, like, if I get an 80 or something, you know, there's something my pops always say. He'd be like, oh, does the, the person I got in 100, did they have two heads? Mm-hmm. Are you from <laughs> me? Things like that nature, you know? So, like, um, we was the man of excellence, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I feel like for the most part, you know, growing up, I gave them excellence, you know? Yeah. From elementary school, you know, getting high honor rolls, things of that nature. You know, I actually took valedictorian in my middle school. Oh, word. You feel me? Like, I feel like at that young age, bro, like school was coming easy to me. You mm-hmm. know, like do the homework, study for the test. You know, I did good. That's really all it was. It was an easy equation. You know, it wasn't until high school. You know, you get to high school, and that's when you know you start paying attention to like you know the partying and what you want to wear, mm-hmm. the girls and all that. So like, um, 
you know, high school I started slacking a little bit, but like, you know, we was really demanded excellence, bro. You know, I remember like one parent teacher conference, bro. Mm-hmm. I still remember this to this day. Like, I think I had got like a 69 in bio. I think I forgot to like turn in the homework or something. Mm-hmm. And the teacher violated. She could have gave me a 70, bro. Like a 69, bro. <laughs> yeah. So um, I got to the parent teacher conference. My mom pulled up. And, you know, we talking to like my teacher. Mm-hmm. And, bro, like in the middle of the parent teacher conference, bro, my mom starts crying. Mm-hmm. That I got a 69. Nah. So I'm just sitting that's there. Different. That's different. Bro, I'm just, bro. I never saw that. <laughs> bro, I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. You feel me? And also, like, quick fun fact as well. My high school was on the same block as my crib. Mm. But, like, I used to be always late. Don't ask me how or why. I really don't know. Mm. Like, I look back on that. I'm like, why was I always late? Now, that's a common thing with, yeah. like, with a lot of kids who live close to the school. Usually, they, they late. I think because they feel like they have enough time to think, get to the to I, build it. I think that's what it was, yeah. bro. I was watching TV in the morning, <laughs> eating, making breakfast in the morning, you feel me? Yeah. So, like, the way um, my high school operated, like, they do it, like, in, like, like quarter quarter periods, mm-hmm. just, like, you know, semesters. So, like, um, I was, like, for that quarter, for some reason, bro, I was, like, the top detention getter. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wasn't a, I want to say I was a bad kid. You just like, put I, yourself in situations that you shouldn't be in. Nah, I was just always late, bro. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, so uh, I always used to get detention. That's I was still late. part of it. Yeah, you yeah. late. You putting yourself in that situation. Yeah, I gotta be. Yeah, see, I'm not even taking accountability, <laughs> but I was always late. I was putting myself in bad situations. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. the top detention getters, you know, you have to see the dean. Mm-hmm. So we had to see the dean that same quarter that I got the 69 in bio. Mm-hmm. So we went to the dean, bro, and that's not. As the dean is talking to my mom and I, bro, my mom slaps me mm-hmm. <laughs> in front of the dean. Now, what made it worse, though, was that the dean fake smirked. Like, <laughs> she wanted to laugh. Shout out to Miss Anderson. I love her. Yeah. But, like, she wanted to laugh. And I seen on her face. So mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there holding my face mad tight. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. damn. You got to hold that. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you know, African parents, they demand excellence. But, you know, yeah. at the same time, though, you know, like, I love my parents to death. Like, nah, for sure. Like, that's that's just a given, you know. Like, mm-hmm. my brother, actually, he just had a, um, he just had a daughter. And you know, you know, congrats to that. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. For me, I'm an uncle. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> an uncle to a whole lot of people. But like, you know, he had a daughter, and you know, um, I, I picked her up, and then you know, my other man's had a daughter as well, and I was picking them up, and I was just like, yo, this used to be me before. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, I used to be this kid that somebody needs to change their diapers, yeah. and you know, somebody needs to like, you know, be accountable of, you know, buy clothes for them, make sure they eat every night, mm-hmm. and it was just it was like reality check. Like, yo, this used to be you, bro. Like, yeah. don't think now you a big man and you feel me you got you got money to buy this and that. Now mm-hmm. you can for me take care of yourself. Like, somebody had to take care of you for like a large portion of your life. You know, like mm-hmm. for me. So, I'm always grateful for the folks. Always grateful for the folks. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's that right there. That's self reflection. But let me ask you this though. Oh. You know, being that you, you grew up in a in a uh, very strict household, did you feel a lot of pressure? And how did you, like, kind of, like, dealt with that? Um, if I'm but, being honest with mm. you, bro, like, I, I didn't really feel pressure. Mm. You know, like, like I said, like, growing up, school was kind of easy to me. Like, mm. it just flowed well with me. What are some lessons that you learned, like, early on or, like, at an early age that you felt like, hey, you know, this is something that I kind of took from it. And this is something that, you know, I'm still kind of, like, you know, utilizing as I'm I'm growing up. Um, I probably, I would say like, you know, prioritizing, you mm. know, like taking stuff like step at a step, you know, um, level by level, brick mm. by brick, you know, I feel like um sometimes we try to juggle too much. That's a fact though. You know, like it's like knock out this task before, you know, you're looking at the next task, you feel me? So, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
that's something I had to learn. Also, money management. You know, I was really spending it really irresponsibly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah. I think I think that bro with with that that's that's difficult because we live in a society where like. You know, there's always something for you to, to purchase. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and they bro. try to swindle you with all these deals and stuff yeah. like that. So that's that's really a fact, yeah. bro. That's so really that with that man, that's kind of hard, bro. Because even even with me, sometimes I see things. I'm like, damn. Like I'm sometimes I don't even have the money for it. And I just still buy it because <laughs> I I feel like I need it. You feel me? That's so how it be, bro. Man, that's, listen. That's really how it be, bro. Like I stopped. I stopped cooking and eating in the crib. I was buying takeout all the time, bro. <laughs> I could walk past the deli like, nah, I feel like getting a bacon, egg, and cheese. I feel like getting a beef patty with mozzarella, you know, stuff like that. So, nah. you know. Um, listen, um, when it comes to, like, any um, particular um, event in your life, right, which one do you feel like really shaped who you are today as far as, like, it could be something that was personal, something that you, you learned from a friend, anything that you feel like kind of, like, help you understand life as you as you know it now all right well something that really shaped me was the night i died mm. and what i mean by that you know that's the night i gave my life to christ you know the mm. night i you know surrendered my life to jesus christ um you know we gonna get into that of course <laughs> yeah. but like that was that just got deep this yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> you said the, the night that i died i'm like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> but nah that was the, really the night that shaped who i am today you know like my identity and who I am is not found in Jesus, bro. You know, like so we're gonna definitely talk about that. All right, so before we even get to that, let's let's talk about more like with um boxing, right? Boxing. So let's get into that real quick. Like what what made you really want to put the gloves up and like, you know, hone that skill that you already had? Yo, bro, like just growing up, I was always like I was always the one to like, you know, the slap box, you know, mm-hmm. like growing up, um I grew up in the east for a little bit, you know, between the east and like best star. Mm-hmm. So like it'll just always you know go to the park after playing ball you know like yo we slap boxing like yo we wrestling like yo we fighting mm-hmm. you know everything was sanctioned though it wasn't like no street fighting or any beef but it was just like yo let's compete you feel me like just how like people love playing basketball I just seen like slap boxing as mm-hmm. another sport yeah. for me so I probably say it wasn't until like my second semester in college um, shout out to my son Ori you know he knew somebody that um. He knew he had a man's that like was boxing for about three years. I like, was doing it professionally, so I was like, all right. no, no, I see he was doing. He was an amateur, but he's mm-hmm. he's been boxing for three years. So I was like, all right, yo, tell him to pop out. You feel me? So he popped out with the gloves. You feel me? And I was like, yo, bro, let's box. Let's box. And you he kind of took it from there. That's that's really all it was. You know, we was in the multi-purpose room in New York. You know, the, the room, the room with all the mirrors and all that. Mm-hmm. And we was in there boxing, bro. I was telling people to pop out. For <laughs> me. And you, I don't know if you remember that York antics on Snap. Um. Yeah, I think that's to post certain fights. Yeah, yeah. Was, I was posting like from yeah, all, like so, yo, pop off from yeah. me boxing, we boxing. That's how I came across it because at first I didn't know, and then mm. when I saw something like I forgot who snap, it was either Damon's or somebody else that I saw. Yeah, I'm like, oh snap, they already using that space to yeah. buy. I'm like, all right, cool. I had my son Damon pop off too. <laughs> bro. I think so, one time I actually walked in and and y'all like saw sparring and stuff like mm. that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it's cool how like you you was able to like go from there and then go from like eating like training me right yo, every other Friday. Yo, they don't even know back. my son Kevin about to be the next Sugar Ray, bro. Nah, stop it, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even to like you know just to see that you are trying your best to like really like um, sharpen your skills and stuff yeah, like that because nah. that's that's mm-hmm. a lot of work and people don't really know what what go into like just straight boxing or even like yeah, fighting like that's, you feel me? Yeah, boxing is really I would say like you no. Know, like, people used to say, or I used to hear boxers say, your boxing is more mental than physical. And I used to be like, ah, they capping. Mm. They just trying to sound philosophical. Yeah. But, like, it's really facts. Like, boxing is really a mental game, bro. Yeah. Like, 
you in there and like the person like for me across from you, they trying to knock your head knock off. Out, yep. You feel me? <laughs> and like at the same time looking at it, like, yo, that's my man's, but I'm like, yo, you feel me? He could one swing or one wrong swing or I put my hands down one minute mm. and I could get hit hard. And I've been hit hard. Yeah. There's been times I've been hit, like I get a little cocky, put the hands down, you feel me? <laughs> type of like showbone and all that. And I've been hit hard. I'm like, nah, like gotta get my get my head in the game, you know, all that. Nah, for sure. And um I think last time we spoke too, you mentioned like um you wanted to like take it to a whole nother level. So like, 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 what are your hopes as far as like you sharpening your skill in either boxing or any like kind of forms of fighting? I mean, so with like boxing, like you know, if you wanted to do like go pro with it, like you really had to like start at like a young age. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And like, even if I was to start now, it'd be a whole lot of politics and a lot to find like a little stable and management and all that. Mm-hmm. So to be honest, it's clipped for taking it to the next <laughs> level. If I'm being like keeping the whole stack, yeah, but like yeah. um. I do plan on like having like little boxing nights, you know, like renting out a boxing gym and like doing an event. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know Zab Judah? No. Um he's a bo- he boxed like Mayweather in his prom and oh, he actually uh, like won like the early rounds when he boxed Mayweather. Like he actually boxed at the gym in um Brooklyn. Oh wow. Uh, so like I plan I definitely plan on like, you know, when the weather starts getting a little nicer, probably like in springtime, definitely like throw a little boxing night. You know, I've been telling I've been telling all the guys like for me get in tune. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? I'm a, it's probably gonna be like a little money prize. I'm gonna get people together. You know, throw up a little money. Mm-hmm. Probably I don't know, probably five hundred to thousand for me. Get people motivated. People hear money, they gonna like, oh, yeah, nah. Yeah, you know I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna get in tune <laughs> with it. So like you know, that's definitely something that's you know is on the horizon. Definitely, yeah. I'm planning. And um, it's cool that you you got into that too because like um, that's a that's a self care component that that's you have self-care. in your life right now. That's a fact. And um, I feel like sometimes people kind of like. Don't really take care of themselves, and they feel like they need to hit the gym, That's a big right? And they look at like if people were to look at them like, "Yo, bro, you in shape?" <laughs> <laughs> you told me the other day that you you haven't hit the gym in mad long. Bro, I actually feel like I'm really out of shape, bro. People nah. tell me I'm in shape. I really feel like I'm out of shape. I think probably like I look it uh, for me because like I guess like the muscles are dead, but like my cardio is trash, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I woke up the stairs, I'm kind of breathing a little hard. <laughs> I'm like, nah, bro, I'm too young for this, bro. No, like, I'm, dead. Like, I'm only 23. You feel me? So. Nah, it's really clip. Yeah. So, uh, so you mentioned earlier about you know, um, you know how you passed away and stuff like that. Let's let's get into that because I want to. I want people to kind of know about what you you meant by that and what's going on with that. This is about to be long, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. We about to be here all night. <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. We got time. Um. So basically, you know, um, I basically grew up in the church. You feel me? Basically, mm-hmm. grew up in the church. You know. I was at every convention, every church camp, Wednesday Bible study, Friday night prayer nights, Saturday night night for Joe's, and that's basically like we come to church at 8 o'clock, leave at 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday service I was there, you know. Like I was like, you know, like I said, I, was, I grew up in the church, like my parents took me there every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially I didn't care about God, you know. I didn't care about anything that had to do with church related. I thought church was a waste of my time, yeah. you know. I don't mean to cut you off, but like even like when I, I met you, like certain people you know, like you could tell that they're religious and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And at the moment when I met you, I never got that energy yeah. from you. So when you told me the other day, <laughs> what you saying? Recently, what you saying bro? Now I'm just saying I, I'm, be, I'm being real with you though. You nah, know what I'm saying? Fact. But when I fact. when um when we real ke- um, I'm reconnected, cause I haven't seen you like in what like about a year or two. About a year or two. So when we reconnected. Cool. So the box and you just tell me how you entered. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't yeah. know. You, like, you kind of surprised. Me. I ain't going front, bro. I was like, oh so shit. So this fake? Nah, this can't be fake. <laughs> but my fault. I ain't mean to cut you though. No, nah, nah, you good, bro. It's your podcast, bro. Facts <laughs> podcast. But not a real side note, bro. Like I'm really proud of you though. Like, nah, I appreciate really good, that. Bro. Like, 
when I, when you first came out with it, I was like, yo, yeah. like hats off to you, bro. This is really dope. Nah, I'm glad, not bro. I'm glad you're here, man. Because we all got a story to tell, and you know, I want you to share yours. I'm glad you hear me. come <laughs> on here, bro. Man, too. But um, like I said, you know, grew up in the church and all that. But essentially, I didn't care about God, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like the only time I was happy in church was when they said the grace, and the grace is like when it's time to leave. You know, like the pastor finished preaching, finished praying, and they'll say, okay, it's time to say the grace. And that means it's time to leave. I would jump off like, hey, yeah, time, you feel me? Time to mm-hmm. get up out of here. You feel me? Um, I used to like, I used to really like, you know, I used to lie to my folks, you know, on Sunday to not go to church. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone's going to church, so that means that's the only time I, I got the free. <laughs> so I used to, for me, I what I used to do, for me, hopefully my folks don't listen to this. But like, <laughs> what I used to do, you know, I used to have one of my mans in church. I used to um, tell him to, like, let me know when my parents is about to leave the church. And I used to, like, bring shorties over. Mm-hmm. So, like, I used to tell my mom, like, I had work to do, like, schoolwork. Or I'll tell her, like, you know, I got a, um, a job shift, you know, to, like, attend to. So, like, I'll bring shorties over every Sunday. So yeah. I wouldn't be in church. You feel me? I never got caught. Thank yeah. God. You know, it would have been, it would have been, yeah, been probably, over. I would have been probably throughout the crib, bro. <laughs> no cap. But like, you know, I just hated church, bro. Like, it's like, I was just really indifferent to it, bro. Like, I didn't really care about God, bro. I was never the type of person to say thank God or blessings or none of that, bro. Yeah. Like, I actually found it corny when people tell me blessings. I'm like, what are you talking me blessings <laughs> for, bro? Like, for me, I was just a really essentially dead to God, bro. Yeah. And that's just who I was. So I want to say it wasn't until like, I want to say I'm 23 now, probably when I was like 16 mm-hmm. or 15. This was like a while ago. I had a I had a rapture dream. And before I even get into that dream, like I was also really a skeptical person. I was a skeptic. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had to see it to believe it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? If I ain't see it, I call it a cap. Yeah. You feel me? If mm-hmm. I ain't hear it, I, I call it a cap. Like I had to see it. I had to be there. You feel me? If someone told me something, oh, that's cap. Mm. Like, I was skeptical about everything, bro. I doubted everything. Mm. That's just person I was. So, people probably ask, what is the rapture? The rapture is like one of the end time events in which that, um, you know, all the saints that have, like, stayed faithful to the testimony by Christ, they'll basically, like, basically raptured up to the clouds to be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. They'll be caught up into the clouds and they will, you know, be with him forever, you know? So, um, and the rapture, like, you know, it, um, it comes before like the tribulation mm-hmm. you know and I'm gonna get into that whole like you know later but like the tribulation is a time of trials upon the earth where like you know God's basically God's gonna basically like judge the world you mm-hmm. know? anyone that doesn't you know believe in Christ and stuff like that I'm gonna get into that but like basically I had a rapture dream right mm-hmm. and in the dream um, I remember like looking up into the sky and like I, I see like something supernatural happening in the sky so I'm scared you know I'm like oh no like what's going on and I seen one of my youth leaders down the block. And this was like a, he's a godly man. Like he, mm-hmm. he used to always like try to get like all the youth, you know, like get us in, in line, you know, get it to like, you know, serve Christ. But, you know, we were just all really ignorant people. Mm-hmm. You know, we just wanted to do whatever we wanted to do. So like I seen him down the block. So, you know, when something, something supernatural is happening, you're, you're scared. You want to get close to the godly person. <laughs> so I ran down the block to him, bro. And then all of a sudden he just disappeared. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, snap. And in my spirit, I just felt, I just, you know, knew that I just missed the rapture. Mm. You feel me? That I just missed it. You know, now I have to, like, go through the tribulation. So I'm just standing there, mad scared, bro. Then all of a sudden, in the dream, I just find myself in the room. And in the room, they're torturing people mm. to take the mark of the beast. And the mark of the beast is the devil's number. You know, I don't know if you heard, like, 666. Mm. You know, that's the mark of the beast. So I get to the room, and I'm sitting there, and it's torture all around me, bro. 
like people scream and yelling like they're torturing the people to take the number mm. you feel me and i'm just sitting there with my head down i remember i had my head down in the dream bro then like somebody came over to me to like they it was my time to be tortured mm. you know but all i seen was like the weapon drop and the person was just standing above me and just like i guess it was looking at me mm. but i didn't see who it was but i knew this person was here to torture me so I remember just sitting there, but the person didn't torch me. Then I woke up, and I woke up, and the first thing I said, bro, is I, I, as I was just laying in bed, bro, was like, Lord, why are you showing me mercy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just want to really refer to, like, a time in the Bible. There was, there was actually a blind man in the Bible that, like, you know, he um, he seen Jesus passing through. You know, Jesus was, you know, healing a lot of people back in his day, and Jesus was passing through the city, and the blind man called out to Jesus, Lord, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on me. You feel me? So like, you know, like when I think about that dream, I would just always, I just always think about that time in the Bible when the blind man called out to mercy, you know, from to Jesus. So like I woke up, bro. I'm saying like, Lord, why did you have mercy on me? Right. And bro, I start sobbing like a baby, bro. Mm-hmm. Like sobbing is probably an understatement, bro. I was like crying uncontrollably. Like I can't even like make this up, bro. I was mm-hmm. on the floor sobbing. Yeah. You feel me? Cause I just felt sorrow in my spirit. Like, Lord, why you showing me mercy? Like, I didn't do anything to deserve this mercy. Like, you feel me? Why you showing me mercy? Mm-hmm. And I remember my pops came out, and he was trying to ask me what happened, but I ain't gonna. I even <laughs> want to talk to him, bro. Yeah. I figured one of mommy at the time. Like one of my moms, bro. That's just yeah. for me. I wanted my moms, and you know, my mom came out, and I told her about the dream, and you know, we prayed together, and you know, I told myself like, hey, like, um, I want to be. I told God, I said, hey, I'm going to give you a chance. You know, I said, well, you know, I'm going to try to be a, a good person. But that's the thing. I didn't understand what it meant to be born again and a true disciple of Jesus, bro. You know, mm-hmm. I just told myself, let me be a better, a better good person. Mm-hmm. I told myself, okay, I'm going to stop cursing. I'm going to be more polite to people. I'm going to be more respectful. Mm-hmm. But, like, the changes when you come to Christ, bro, is not anything you can do. You feel me? It's something that God has to do inside of you. And that's something I didn't understand at the time. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I didn't understand the, the importance of reading the Bible. I didn't understand the importance of prayer. I didn't understand the importance of, like, fellowship with other believers. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, probably after a week, I went right back to my old ways. Mm-hmm. And that's how I lived these past few years, you know, especially getting to college. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, the partying, you know, just, you know, just that lifestyle, you know, you just get more joined into the world. And, you know, that's how I lived these past, you know, these past years, bro. You know, I... Drifted all the way away from God, you know, uh, and um, it wasn't until last year, you know, twenty twenty was really like a climactic year, you know, mm, like yeah, for, really every, for everybody, crazy, hey. bro. Twenty twenty was really <laughs> like that year, bro. Started off with rumors of World War Three. <laughs> you know, the memes was hilarious, yeah. but I was like, yo, bro, like this is real life. <laughs> Yeah. So before you you say anything more, right? I want to definitely acknowledge like what you said because like you know you, you went real deep. You was real, um, you know, it's gonna get more deep, bro. <laughs> you was real uh, vulnerable about um, mm. you know the things that happened to you yeah. as far as like your dream go. Like, but did you feel like um, like that was like a, a sign, like kind of like showing you or telling you like, hey, you need to slow down. Definitely. And, okay. One hundred percent. That's why. I, that's why I'm God from it. I want to yeah. make sure that I, I'm nah. understanding. <laughs> you feel me? That's why I got from nah, it, bro. For sure, bro. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Like that was definitely like God telling me, like, hey, you know, like, 
come to me. You know, that was definitely, you know, conviction from the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is God himself, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, I just didn't understand at that age what it truly meant to like follow Christ, bro, mm-hmm. to be really actually be a Christian. You feel me? Yeah. I just told myself I'm going to be a good person, but it's not about being a good person. You know, the Bible teaches that no one is good except God. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like when um, some dude came to Jesus back in his day, and he said, hey, good teacher, tell me this. And Jesus looked at him and said, hey, why do you call me good? Only God is good. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But Jesus is God. But like, you know, Jesus was there to like just be a model to show us, you know, how to, you know, have a relationship with people. Mm-hmm. You know, he showed us, like, he showed us the way, but... Do you wish, like, that dream could have been, like, a little bit different? Like, where, like, you wasn't as hurt, but you still got the message? Or you feel like that had to be that way in order for you to kind of really get it? I feel like it had to be that way, bro, if I'm being honest. But, yeah. like, I didn't even get it, though. After, for me, like I said, I probably was... I probably like you know it lasted probably like for a week and then I I went right back to my old ways and you know I got into like more you know um just I was a wicked person. Yeah. So what is your your root point on on people who aren't like really religious, um and you know compared to those who are right because you got people who like, like they will listen to the, the podcast and be like all right look I you know I, I hear him mm-hmm. and then you hear people be like oh that that's BS like. <laughs> <laughs> like how you how you like like what's your like what's your take on that? I mean, the thing about like if I'm being honest, bro, I don't even mm. really like the term religious. Mm. You know, like um like I don't even like looking myself as some religious person. I just look at someone, you know, trying to get closer to Jesus, having you no know, more personal relationship with him, you know, trying to get to know God more. You know, cuz there's always like deeper levels and d- deeper like revelations you can get of God. Mm. You know, that's like I'm just a man trying to, you know, um, just know the heart of God more. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, with people, I mean, definitely. Like, I know people don't <laughs> listen. Like, yo, here he go. He talking about Jesus again. Like, <laughs> you feel me? Um, my my thing to them, you know, is just, you know, I'm a, I'm a pray for them. Real talk, bro. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'm at a point, bro. Like, I don't even desire to argue with people anymore. You feel me? I don't really desire to like. I'm not here to like prove anything. You mm-hmm. feel me? At the end of the day, like. I'm up here to like, you know, tell people about the gospel, tell people about Jesus and salvation. But like, you know, at the end of the day, like, there's no, it doesn't matter how persuasive I could be or mm-hmm. how convincing I could be or, you know, any big words I use. Like, I'm not the one that's going to convict somebody. That's going to be God. Yeah. You know, I'm just here to like spread the message. You feel, yeah. me? You feel me? So like. Yeah. Uh, I love that though. And um, I like the fact that, um, like the way you carry yourself, you don't really try to like, Put your belief onto others. Even with me, when you when you was talking to me, you wasn't trying to like persuade me to like, all right, to be a Christian or anything like that. It was more of like, oh, this is what I kind of like took from my experience, mm-hmm. and I hope that you know you care, right? You could learn a thing or two from it, yeah, and yeah. we could still be cool. We could still be cordial, or whatever. And I like that because sometimes you do have people who's who's you know, like 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 you said, who's real religious, mm-hmm. and um. They will kind of like go hard if you don't really like believe what they believe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think maybe that's the problem with some people. Yeah. But um, yeah, like like for me, I told you too. Like I want to kind of get back into like my um whole spirituality and figure out okay, you know what? You no, know, like what? Like what are my beliefs? What what do I believe? Because I don't even have time sometimes. I think everything is time and tool. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, um, I don't even have time to think, bro. Yeah. So how I'm gonna have time to like to to think about somebody who's way beyond? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Than me, bigger than me. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man. Like, thank you for for just being real, man. Cause <laughs> yo, bro, for me, like, I actually, I actually prayed for you, bro. Like, 
to keep it stacked. You know? mm-hmm. like, I pray for all the gods, you know, that they come to know Christ because, you know, just knowing him, you know, the Bible says that in him is lot is like in him is all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've probably all heard, you know, that, you know, Jesus loves you. I'm sure somebody has told you that before, but like that's really the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, like it might sound cliche to some people. It might sound like a bunch of barnacles and crap to <laughs> other people. But that's the truth that Jesus loves you. You know, we're gonna get into that. Did a particular like did that dream or something else kind of led you to like Christianity? Like what you feel like really like was it like you just growing up in the household? Was it a dream or was it something else that kind of like or was it everything? I mean, like it was like 2020, right? 2020 mm-hmm. happened and um, you know, um pandemic, a lot of people dying. Like, bro, I was literally getting emails of that like the college was sending us that like professors were dying. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of people that died. Yeah. Like, you know, you remember the dude um, who used to, I think he was a janitor? The janitor, yo. Yeah, that was crazy. That was wild, Yeah, that was wicked. Bro. That was wicked. I ain't gonna hold you. I remember I seeing that. that. I, think, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think Chuck had posted it. I think Chuck or somebody else who posted it. I was it, just like, yeah. yo, that's crazy. Yeah, RP to, to I, don't, I forgot his name, but he was always good people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. sometimes you don't, even know, like, you don't know somebody's name, but you knew that that person was real yeah. genuine, real cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, and he always looked like you know he like he's in good shape. So like, yeah, that's the last My person boy, you would he, think. He was a stocky, bro. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was real stocky. First, well, but when I saw that, like, I'm like, oh no, nah, that's like, that's crazy. That was heavy, bro. I ain't even mm-hmm. lie to you. But like, yeah, yeah, bro, you know, a lot of people dying around me, and that the hood was hot for some reason. There's a lot of shootings going on. Like every time mm-hmm. I log on Facebook, another shooting, or like you know, just car accidents happening. Like it was just really like. At a point where I was just like, yo, a lot of people was dying around me, bro. Mm-hmm. That like I got into this phase of that like, what's the point of life? You know, I'm plan, I'm planning for life. I'm planning for the future, mm-hmm. and like in the next moment I could die. You feel me? So I got in this space where I was like, yo, life, like all is vanity, like all is meaningless. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I got in this space where I was like, all is vanity, and just real quick, this is how funny God works. You feel me? Like because of the pandemic, all the churches had to close down, right? Mm-hmm. So you know they started having church on Zoom. But like I said, I didn't care about church. So my mom would tell us to like log into, but I, I never logged in, bro. Like I was in bed chilling. Mm-hmm. It was one morning, bro. My mom didn't even tell, me, tell us to log in this morning, bro. I was just laying in bed, bro. Then all of a sudden, I felt the urge to like log into church. You feel me? And that, that was the Holy Spirit convicting me, though. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm, you really going, <laughs> it's really a lot to really unpack, bro. But like, mm-hmm. you know, just laying there. So I was like, all right, let me, let me just log in for me. I'm scrolling on social media. I'm just like, let me just have it playing in the back. So as soon as I logged into the um to the Zoom meeting, bro, the first thing I heard, I think the pastor had just finished praying mm-hmm. right before he um he was gonna say his message. And he said today's topic will be vanities upon vanities. So I was like, wait a minute, like like, like it tickled my ear. I was like, wait, what he just said? You feel me? But like I said, I was such a skeptical person. I was like, ah, that's probably just a coincidence. Like, this doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. But like as I came to Christ, I understood that this was God, you know, showing me, like, hey. You know, you've been thinking out life is vanity, all is vanity. Uh-huh. Here's a message about vanity. Yeah, you feel me? A message. You feel, but I didn't even listen to the message. I heard it, yeah. but I was like, I'll just scroll on social media, you feel me, doing what I had to do, you feel me? Mm. So um, then this next thing I'm going to say is crazy. Um, but I'm, I'm only saying it, I'm only going to tell this story to like glorify like Jesus and just glorify like what he did for me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, yo, tell me why, bro. I, I think I kind of told you a little bit about the story, but like mm-hmm. some shorty tried to really pack me up, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like some shorty tried to like me to me, bro, on some, you feel me? He, feel me, raped me too, bro. Mm-hmm. And bro, 
it was that was a wicked time. Yeah. Like a wicked and this was like last year. I think this was like um this was during a time where like the atmosphere was really uneasy. You feel mm-hmm. me? All the like police shootings, you know, um like George Floyd, George and stuff Floyd, like Breonna Taylor and and I think some some other it was some Nigerian girl, but I forgot her name, damn. I forgot her name, but she was like on the front lines of like the protests. And mm-hmm. then like a story came up of like some dude like sexually like raped her and then killed her, bro. Oh wow. You feel me? So it was like on a protect black woman type of vibe. And mm-hmm. you know, that's when you know a lot of girls started coming out with their stories of how, you know, dudes raped them and sexually assaulted them, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, so it was in that atmosphere, bro. You yeah. feel me? So it was like it was like a hundred times worse than it, it was a hundred yeah. times worse. And it was like on some like it was really on some like the dude, whoever like the dude was, like it was guilty to proven innocent. Like mm. for me, it wasn't it wasn't even innocent to proven guilty. It was like, yo, he's guilty. You know, we don't even want to hear his side. Like yeah, he's guilty. Sure. Like he did it. You feel me? Because why would a woman lie about that? He did it. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, and I'm gonna keep the whole buck, bro. Woman uh, lie. You feel me? Yeah. At that same time, though, everybody lies. Yeah, yeah, bro. That's a fact. Yeah. You feel me? But like. The facts is there of that, mm. like, women, like, have lied about, like, you know, um, do sexual assault. Like, the facts are there, mm. bro. Like, people but that, have been in. But also, does it say, that, uh, also, this the, like, the other side that, you know, women also could tell the truth. That's a yeah. fact. And I was going to touch on that, sides. too. Yeah. yeah. The fact of rape, bro, is, mm. you know, it's an evil act. Yeah. You feel me? That's that's just really a vile thing and a wicked thing to do. You feel me? Mm. And I'm sure that there has been a lot of women that have genuinely been raped and sexually assaulted mm. that no one has believed them. Yeah. And it's really sad and like really like it's really disheartening, bro. Like there's no other word I really put to that. Like it's really sad, bro. Cause I, I can only imagine, you feel me, if I like if I had a daughter. And people know me, I always like talk about wanting to have a daughter. Wanting mm. to have a daughter, bro. Mm. Like having a daughter, even like one of my homegirls are like Someone who's a sister to me or like my mother, if they was to like say they got raped, bro, like I don't, I like, I would probably tear a lot of stuff up, bro. Like yeah, you know, yeah. I'll probably go crazy. Like that's, that's heavy. Yeah, you feel me? But with yeah. this, with yeah. this shorty, bro, it was what she did was really sick, though. Like I'm gonna just tell, like give a little background to it. You know, I'm not gonna get too deep into it. Like the only reason I'm telling this is so people can understand. Like at this, like that period, in, that period of um. That period in my life, bro, like, was a time where I was really at unrest. Like, mm. that moment when it happened, you feel me? So, basically, it was a shorty I used to talk to, bro. You know, um, we we first started talking, like, a while back, like, back in, like, 2016. We didn't work out because, you know, she felt like I wasn't really texting her back. I wasn't really giving her attention. And I wasn't. I just, like, I'm, I came to stack. You feel me? I really wasn't. You feel me? At that time, you know, getting to college, you know, you're trying to, like, I want this one, I want, you feel me, I want that one, you feel me, like, you want different mm-hmm. shorties, you know, you're not really trying to be faithful, like, who's really trying to be faithful in their first, you know, year of college? Mm-hmm. That, that This was my mindset. That's your mindset, yeah. Yeah, it's not my mindset no more. <laughs> <laughs> but this was my mindset, bro, it was like, nah, you feel me, I want, I'm trying to juggle. So, you know, we ended up stopped talking because of me, because I just knew, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not really feeling, you know, like, I'm chilling, like, if you feel like I'm not really showing you attention, then hey, run with that, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like I said, I was a really... I'm gonna keep it a stack, bro. I was really uh, you just want what, 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 what do they call it? A dog or a player? You know, I what? mean, the, the way I I'll, I'll kind of word it <laughs> is that you wasn't really committed to nobody. You know what I mean? Like you you had your your own priorities at that time. Yeah, and you probably felt like you know you didn't want to be town out. Like it's yeah. that simple. I was selfish. Yeah, because I feel like when you say a dog and stuff like that makes you people like use those terms in order to like make that person hurt. 
You feel me? And, and let them know, like, yo, I'm, I'm not cool with what you're doing. Mm. So I'm going to call you these names. You know what I mean? But yeah. rather than using other words that could also send the same message, but in a, in a way that's more, like, you know what I'm saying, respectful. Yeah. Like, I mean, yo, I'm, I'm going to keep it a style. I was, I was a wicked person, bro. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to yeah. sugarcoat it. I was a, what I was doing was really wicked, bro. I like, get you. You feel me? I just but the, knew. the good thing is that you you acknowledge it yeah. and that, you know, you change. And, we thank God, bro. Yeah, thank God, so. Like, like God really like transformed me, but like you know, like I said, we was talking for a little. We stopped talking and we kind of like rekindled stuff, like probably like around twenty nineteen. Like I think she had like that winter, like the end of the twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Like she had came down from the school, and you know we kind of rekindled things. You know, started talking for that winter break. You know, at the time it's cold, so like what else she gonna do? So we ended up getting a telly, and you know, you know stuff happened. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um. And we did another time, you know, we got an, an, another telly like the following week, things of that nature, mm. you know. Um, and essentially, like, I don't know if in her head, like, she felt like because of us having sex, that meant, like, we're in a relationship now, bro. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, that's not what it was. You know, I was just going with the flow. But at the same time, like I said, like, I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I knew that I didn't want a relationship with her. I knew she wanted a relationship with me, but I didn't want a woman with her, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, like... Um, we ended up stopped talking, you know, like when she went back up, you feel me? And at the time, one of my mans was dating her best friend. Mm-hmm. So she was telling her best friend everything. Her best friend was telling my mans, my mans was telling me. Mm-hmm. So my mans told me, like when we had, like me, when me and Shorty finished talking, like she was, he was like, yo, like Shorty feel like you use her for sex. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you were just going with the flow. You feel me? Like, but hey, if she want to jack that, cool. Yeah. Like the type of person I was, bro, I was like, yo, I don't care what I hear about me. You feel mm-hmm. me? I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm not gonna try to defend myself. Like, say what you want to say about me. Cool. For me, I'm not gonna defend myself. That was the person I am. So that's the person I am, to be honest. I'm not gonna defend anything. But, you know, um, fast forward to last year, I'm chilling one day. One of my mans called me. You know, we just chopping up, catching up. And he told me, like, yo, that he was just talking to like her best friend. And he and her best friend told him, like, yo, like, um, Faith sexually assaulted a girl. And I was like, what? Like I was having I think I was having A peaceful Monday that day Bro I was chilling For me You know I hear this And I'm like That's crazy For me And that this is something You can't like Practice for This is something That you can't like Really imagine Happening to you You know I've seen a lot of Dudes be like That has been me too You know That girls are so like They've like You know mm-hmm. Been sexually assaulted By them But like I was like Nah this can't happen to me You feel me Like But it happened to me mm-hmm. So from there, you know, I was just mad, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I was just tight. So I remember what I did was like, I went on Facebook. And this is a mistake I did. I went on Facebook. I commented, like, under her best friend's status. She said something. I forgot what the status was about. I commented on the status. And I was like, yo, like, um, this is facts. I forgot what she said. But she, it was something about against rape. And I was like, yo, this is facts. But also, tell your friend to stop falsely accusing me. You feel me? Against me, you feel me? And what she did, like, she... um. She said something like She called me a rapist Under the status Then she blocked me So I couldn't comment no more mm. But it looked crazy On my part yeah. Cause it was like Oh Fave looks guilty Like mm. you know Like why is he Like his conscience Is disturbing him But they understand that Like people Like my mans called me And told me like This was said about me You feel me But out of anger I made a like Foolish decision To like go To social media And comment under the status You feel mm. me And that's something I regret doing But hey It is what it is And you know From there I was like, oh, nah. So I hit Shorty up. I'm like, yo, like, why do you feel like I sexually assaulted you? 
She was like, yo, you just, um, you didn't ask me to put it in. And I was like, what? Like, mm-hmm. Kev, what does that mean, bro? You didn't ask me to put it in, bro. You feel me? And I know this is a really, like, um, touchy subject, but we, we got to keep it a whole band, bro. We got to, like, keep it real, bro. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, she said, she was trying to play the whole verbal consent card. Like, oh, you didn't get my verbal consent. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, yo, like, why didn't you stop me? You feel me? Because, mm. like, I don't I don't think I've ever asked a girl to put it in. You know, I do, like, nonverbal cues and, you know, like, mm. you feel me? Like, usually if, you know. Yeah, like, you, you basically read the rule. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess that's what I, I would think that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. You feel me? I think it's kind of weird to, like, stop and like, hey, can I put it in? I think yeah. that's kind of weird. And also, it sounds like y'all already has established, like, a relationship. Like, she knew that she liked you and you knew that you liked her and that, you know, on multiple occasions y'all, y'all met up. So... You know, it just sounds like, you know, she gave consent in some way. And Bro. I don't know, maybe it sounds like <laughs> she, she, just, she just wasn't like really satisfied with how things kind of like played out towards the end as far as y'all not really being together officially. Yeah. Right. So, Bro, she yeah. played the, for me, I didn't get the verbal consent card. Mm-hmm. And like, she was like, I just shoved myself inside of her. So already I'm like, I'm pre the rhetoric, like shoved. Yeah, like when the I, different, like the words. Yeah. yeah. When you think of shoved, it's like someone bending over and you just like shove yourself inside of them, you feel mm-hmm. me? And I'm just like, all right, this is, this is crazy, mm-hmm. you feel me? And like, I was just tight. Like, I was just really tight, bro. Like, so like, I kind of took a step back, but then I got mad. Like, I was just mad thinking about it. Like, yo, she's really out here, like lying on my name, bro. So I came up to her. I was like, yo, if you really feel that way, like tell your story, like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But what she did, bro... She didn't really tell her story. She just like she posted something and like I think one of my men sent to me. She posted something like, yo, dudes are really rapey out here. But she didn't say my name. I wanted her to say my name publicly mm-hmm. so I could defend myself publicly. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm not just gonna post on my IG like, hey, these are screenshots and you know, someone is, you know, um accusing me of this and that. You feel mm-hmm. me? That's not what I what I like I wanted to do. So like, um, she did that, bro, and I was just like, all right, this is out of hand now, bro. Like a lot of people don't follow me off the gram because of that. Because, you know, she posted that. So I'm sure, you know, people sw- swiping up like, hey, like who did this? Like, you know, this and that. So mm-hmm. they were spreading my name through like the woodworks. You feel me? But they ain't saying my name publicly. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And the type of person I am, bro, I hate attention. So I, 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 didn't, really, I didn't even really want to post anything on my gram, bro. Mm-hmm. But I had to go back to, to our conversation because, you know, bro, you have sex, bro. You have conversation after the sex, bro. Mm-hmm. Like we, we literally have a conversation, had a conversation about how, like her body was hurting, you know. Mm-hmm. We had a conversation of getting her Plan B because I think I had another. Like mm-hmm. you feel me? I had I had to get two both receipts of both B and Bs. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And like I remember talking to her, I was just like, "Yo, like, why didn't you like?" My main question is like, "Yo, if you felt like you was uncomfortable, or whatever, like, why didn't you stop me?" Mm-hmm. You feel me? And what got me really tight? She never had an answer for her, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And also, it sounds like you said um, you went back to back like twice, right? So bro, probably the first night, probably two or three rounds. Then we did it again the following week. Mm. Another B and B, another two or three rounds. Like she even gave me head, bro. Yeah. You feel me? So I was just like, at what point do you feel like I like sexual assault you, bro? It just wasn't making any sense to me, bro. Yeah. And when something doesn't make sense to me, bro, I get tight because I'm like, I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, oh, what's going on? Like what's going on, bro? And I yeah. used to really like rely on logics mm. from before I got saved, before you know. I found Jesus Like I used to really Rely on logic bro yeah. Like what makes sense It just 
was not making sense to me at all, bro. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. You feel me? Even, even with me, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to put myself in her shoes a little bit. This for me to understand, like, what she saw or what she kind of, like, thought. But even like that, it's kind of hard because it's like, yeah, 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 I did it multiple times. You know, uh, what you call it? Yeah, I had a conversation. Yeah, I spoke. And I know the type of person you are. Like, you're not the type of person who to, like, Shove yourself on other girls, like you know bro, what I'm saying. Like shoving is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like that's that's different. Bro, shoving, but yo. My thing, bro. my thing. You know, like I, I like I don't know the young lady, but yeah. I hope that um, you know, she felt like, hey, you know, Faye was good to me in some ways, and that like even if I don't agree, whatever, that I, you know, we could kind of come to peace at some something. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm hoping. That's that, damn, bro. We never came to peace about it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's hard. Like I think to I, to this day, I think she's still like jacking her. Oh, you know? uh, probably not telling people, but mm. like she never cleared it up. Like, hey, that's not what it was. You yeah. Know? So so maybe something because also like like you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what what what's her triggers, right? It could be a lot of things where like you remind her of a, another person. Like you know, you will just never know until she comes out and be like, hey, look, this is what it was. This is why I felt this way. And I feel like that conversation is a hard one to have. And also, if she has been hurt in the past, it's going to be that much harder to 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 speak to you about, it, especially if she feels like you have certain triggers. I don't know. That sounds like Bro, a lot of things, if man. I'm, if That's I'm just keep... me being a social nah, worker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to I figure. See, I see you dissecting that. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, shout out my boy Kai, bro, for your masters. That's dope. But like now, nah, bro, like just assessing the situation, it was just hurt. That's that's really all it was, bro. Yeah. Well, that's really that's really all it was. Like at the end of the day, like, yeah. I didn't want to cut you off. What you said? Now I was gonna ask you, like, like how did it end? As far as like, um, like did it went to a level where you had to like, you know, go to court or anything like that? Nah, was it more like? I, I wish they got there because, like I said, I had to go back to my old phone, bro, and get the conversations and everything. And I'm just like, yo, you really like tarnishing my reputation because like I hurt you. You feel me? And that's really all it was, bro. Like when it comes down to it, bro, and I look at it, I'm just like, it's really cause it hurt. Cause even when I was telling her, I'm just like, yo, like, if you really feel this way, like, tell your story. You feel me? Like, and like she started blacking about how she found somebody better than me, mm-hmm. how she found somebody that you know, is doing things that she don't got to ask them. I'm like, yo, we're not even talking about that, bro. Like, let's yeah. focus on why you think I raped you, bro. Yeah. And even, bro, even when I asked her, I was like, yo, like, why you jacking I raped you? She was like, I'm not jacking her. I'm like, mm. what do you mean? Like, your friends are saying that. Yeah. She was on some line. I'm saying you sexually assaulted me, not raped me. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, bro. It's the same thing. You feel me? <laughs> I'm going to laugh, but that's kind of No, real talk, bro. <laughs> tomato, tomato, bro. It's the same thing, bro. Yeah. For me, like, we really, I, like, bro, I recorded the phone conversation we had. I had to get all the screenshots in case it ever got there. You yeah. feel me? And I hope it never gets there. You yeah. feel me? But even if, like, the way it really wrapped up, it never really wrapped up. I think she's still, like, jacking that, like I said. Mm. There's no but, healing. Um, yeah. But, like, I, I did pray to God for her that, that God heals her, you know, because like I said, now Rose, <laughs> are you smiling, bro? I'm not nah, keeping it in the bed, bro. Nah, I'm gonna be weak right nah, now, bro. bro. I'm not even joking, bro. Like I'm not even. I really prayed. I had to ask God yeah. for forgiveness, bro, because at the same time, like I'm not. I'm not the victim per se in this situation because mm. I still was, you know, I shouldn't have have you know been having sex outside of marriage anyway. You feel me? Either way. I really pray to God. Like, oh my God, heal her. <laughs> Stop laughing. I wrote so, bro. Nah, nah, nah. I really. Nah, you know the reason I'm laughing yeah. because, like, um, like I, like what you're saying. Like, I could tell you really mean it. I, bro, I really so, mean it, bro. So like, 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 I really pray to God, bro. Oh my God, please heal her, bro. You mm-hmm. know, like that, because I understand. Like, hurt is crazy. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like being hurt, um, it really hurts. Like it hurts, bro. Like someone really like emotionally playing with you. Like yeah. I'm sure it hurts. Nah, for real you though. Know what I mean? And like I don't know, man. I I, I just um uh, when it comes to that, like I, I'm I'm glad that you uh bunked something like this out because um I feel like I mean I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure there's people who's out there who's going through that same situation, yeah. and they probably like yo. I think I'm the only one that's going through that. Like, how do I handle that? So I think it's, it's good for you to, like, share that for them to understand. And also, like, that that's tough, man. Like, like when you hear the word rape, you automatically, it's, it sounds like, and it is something bad, you know what I'm Definitely. saying? So, so it, puts you, it puts you on defense automatically. Yeah. So You don't play think, around with rape at all, Yeah, bro. and I think for, like, a, a black male such as yourself, it, it, it puts all these pressures. You know, like, people are already looking at you sideways, right? You're already yeah. seen as aggressors. You know, we we are seeing like a threat in many in many ways, and it takes a, no like that one word itself. It paints a whole narrative. So I'm glad that you was able to kind of like you know like you know of course you made mistakes with the whole social media, but you were still able to like you know put ten toes down and be like hey you know I'm a, I'm gonna tell my truth, I'm gonna paint my own narrative and not like come out of character and uh, make the situation any worse or even make her feel like okay you are a horrible person. You know what I mean like. You you still trying to meet her halfway, which a lot of people wouldn't do in that situation. You know what I'm saying? They would be yeah, like, but "F you, or whatever." I mean, bro, yo, listen, bro. I, <laughs> I mean, was, at the moment you would see, but I, I think now, like, if you were to have a conversation with her now, you wouldn't really move like that. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, definitely. Like I said, I'm a um, I'm a new man in Christ, bro. Like, it was a couple of dudes that have I had unfollowed me as well. I ain't gonna lie. And you know, I had like at the time, like I said, I had like a lot of anger and malice because I'm like, yo, why you? Why you lying on my name like this? Like, we don't play around with rape. Mm-hmm. This is not like, oh, Fave just cheated on me or whatever. Like, this is, you're saying, you're accusing me of a crime. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, like, a lot of girls don't follow me. I was like, all right, you know, that's what girls are going to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, I seen dudes don't follow me. This was like dudes I used to, like, box with. Oh, wow. Uh, so, I was like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo. And I, I'm saying this so people can understand the level of unrest I, I was at, bro. Yeah. Like, your whole mood changed, bro, everything changed. I ain't gonna yeah. lie, bro. Like I was gonna like Sunday and follow me, bro. I was gonna I was gonna put him in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, I don't even talk like this. You feel yeah. me? Like I never get to I never let myself get to that point. Mm-hmm. Like everything calm. You feel yeah. me? Like But you, you just you at me? a point where but like at that point, bro, like mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Like I really envisioned it in my head, bro. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That like I was gonna tell one of my men's that you know we all knew each other to set up a box and then the Queens in the mm-hmm. park and have everybody pop out and you know. Yeah, now I tell him I'm coming. I was gonna come and I was gonna yo bro, let's box. Yeah, and so I was gonna like I was really gonna hurt him, bro. If I'm being honest. Yeah. You know? So what? What? Um, because being that you, you said that you, you changed, right? Like what? What changed? And also like share some of the other testimonies that you have. Yeah, to, we definitely gonna get to that, bro. Yeah. Definitely gonna get to like <laughs> that's what I'm like. It's really a lot to unpack, bro. Yeah. It's really a lot to unpack. Like just to really wrap up this, you know, this whole rape allegation story. You know, um, what um really gave me peace in that situation, um. One of my mans called me. He's not even a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, he called me one day. He was like, "Yo, bro, read this part in the Bible." And I was like, "Bro, you, I'm not trying to read no damn Bible, bro." Mm-hmm. Like that was my mindset. I'm like, "Bro, I'm not trying to read that, bro." But he was like, "Bro, just read this." You know what I mean? And I read it, and uh, it was um, I think it was somewhere in Proverbs that you know God was basically saying that one story sounds true until like the other side is told, and God was just basically talking about how you know He hates slander and things of that nature. And bro, like just reading that, just reading that place in the Bible, like. It gave me a different type of peace, bro. A peace that I can't really like describe. You feel me? Like 
a different type of peace, bro. Like, I didn't even feel like defending myself anymore. Like, mm-hmm. all the feelings of malice and anger that I had, like, it all, like, vanished, bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. Like, it was weird. You feel me? But I knew that it was God. You mm-hmm. feel me? But, like, what I feel like, you know, what I did at that at that point, like, I wasn't ready to give my life to, to Christ, though. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I, I took, like, the, the blessing that God gave me of peace, but I said, I'm not ready to obey you. You know, I'm mm-hmm. still continue doing what I want to do. I'm still continuing to be the God of my life. You feel me? To dictate my life. You feel me? And even like, you know, it was a probably a couple months um forward, like it's probably like November 2020. Um, I was on some like conference call. Like, um, you know, they have retreats, you know, in church. I was on some conference call on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And like the pastor I finished preaching, he was like prophesying to people, like, hey, there's somebody on this phone call that you're gonna get this job or something like that, whatever, right? This and that. So he all of a sudden he, he said like yo there's a person on this phone call that they saying that you sexually assaulted them but God's gonna handle it and I was like what mm-hmm. you feel me like it tickled my ear like you know it tickled my ear before mm-hmm. and I was talking about you know the vanities upon vanities and in the moment I was like I was kind of a little skeptical I'm like I I just didn't hear that you know it's probably not he's probably not talking about me you know like that's probably just a coincidence yeah. you feel me but then it registered in me like yo like why do you have so like I felt like I felt like God was telling me like why do you have so little faith you feel me like my faith was terrible bro you feel me and um well, I was watching the sermon and um there's there's a there's a um a figure in the bible that actually got like you know um he got falsely accused and some some um, kid named Joseph you know he basically um he was um he was working um in a in a, like a top Egyptian official um, house. I think his name was Potiphar. And basically his wife, like, his, Potiphar's wife wanted Joseph. But Joseph was a godly man. He said, no, I'm not going to lie with you. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, you know, sending in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like one day that like, you know, she tried to, um, it was only them in the crib. And she tried to like lay with Joseph. And Joseph just ran. Mm-hmm. And the Bible talks about like flee from like sexual temptation. So he mm-hmm. just ran. He didn't try to talk to her. She tried to lay with him and he just took off. Mm. So her and her spite, she said, well, okay, you know, he just rejected me. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to lie on his name. And he basically, she she basically told her husband, a top Egyptian official. And Joseph at the time, he was like a, like a, um, a Jewish slave, an Israelite slave. You know, mm. at, the, at that time, like, like the Egypt was like, you know, a hierarchy. So mm. like they put Joseph in jail. And I remember watching the sermon and I felt like God speaking to me. Like, you know, Joseph, Joseph went to jail and he didn't like go to jail telling people like, hey, this is my side. You know, she lied on me. And like he didn't try defending himself. He just focused on God. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't try, you know, saying, hey, people have to hear my story. Or people have to hear my side. He went to jail and said, hey, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to continue to obey God. I'm going to continue to keep my eyes on God and I'm going to let God handle it. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Those kind of stuff just gave me peace, and I that's was powerful. Like, I was just like, God, you know what, you know, because I was trying to, I was really trying to defend myself, bro. Because I'm like, you don't play around with rape, you know, for mm. me, you just can't throw that on somebody's like reputation, you feel me? But like, God definitely gave me peace in that, you feel me? And right after, like, for me, that whole rape situation, um, the night I gave my life to Christ was, it was a night probably in um June, late June or early July. I, I'm a, I'm gonna find out the exact date. Soon, but like, um, I had woke up like probably like 12 midnight. I, I want to say God woke me up because I woke up and I went to my living room and I'm just like sitting there in my living room, just thinking about life, thinking what's the purpose of life. And like I said, I was feeling empty for me at that point, you know, like a lot of people dying around me and things of that nature. Like, I was just feeling empty and I was just like, what's the purpose of life? 
you know, like and uh, that emptiness it led to frustration, frustration led to confusion, confusion led to anger. You feel me? And I was just sitting there, and I just started crying, and I was just like, "What to do? What to do?" You feel me? And then um, I did something I never did before. <laughs> I prayed. Mm-hmm. Like last year in June 2020 was the first time I prayed on my own accord. You feel me? I never prayed before. I never thanked God for life. I never did none of that. You feel me? But that night in my living room, I prayed. I said, Lord, help me. And from there, I just felt a different type of comfort, like just, you know, comfort my soul. But at the same time, like I felt convicted of like the sin I was living in, you know, the the, the wicked things I was doing. You feel me? And, you know, the Bible teaches, you know, Jesus said, you know, he said the Holy Spirit will come and convict the world of unrighteousness. Mm. So, you know, they, the Bible calls like the Holy Spirit, the comforter and the advocate and a teacher, you know. But at the same time, he's going to comfort you, but he's going to tell you like, hey, look what you, look at what you're doing. And that's what happened. You feel me? So from there, that was the night I gave my life to Christ. You know, you know, people say things like, hey, Faith, you found God. Like, in all actuality, God found me. You feel me? Like when you say you found something, you're assuming that's assuming or indicating that that then or that person was lost. God is never lost. I was the one that was lost. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like I was the lost sheep. You know, the, the Bible teaches about, you know, if there's a hundred sheep and one strays away, that what was the shepherd gonna do? Mm-hmm. He's gonna leave the ninety nine to find that one lost sheep. I was the lost sheep. God found me. Mm-hmm. The Bible teaches another parable about a lost coin. That woman has a lot of coins, she loses one coin. What is she gonna do? Stop everything she's doing to find that one lost coin. And when she finds it, she's going to rejoice. You feel me? I was a lost coin. God found me. You feel me? Like all this, I, found, I didn't find God. That night when I prayed, I just wanted the frustration, the confusion to go away. I wasn't looking to be this person on the podcast, hey, hey, accept Jesus. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> or posting about it. I wasn't looking to be that person, bro. I just wanted the frustration to go away. Mm. But God had different plans for me, you know? And that night he found me in a place... Where I just had felt like I had no purpose, you know. I felt like I was empty, and my life just changed. I was the night I died, and I said, "Jesus, you know, take the will, you know, Jesus, you know, it's not my life to live anymore, you know. Like live inside of me, you know, like transform me, yeah. you know." And just I don't want to cut you off. Nah, that's like, that. I mean, I was gonna say that's deep, man. Word. Nah, you like me? I feel like <laughs> like when you speak, man. Like I I feel like um. Like what's the word? Like I actually, I could actually kind of experience in a way, like the way you, like the, cause it feels so real when you're saying it. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, there's something that you have within you that, you know, uh, it's gonna take time for you to like to really own, like own it, yeah. and like where people's gonna really gonna follow you. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah, yeah, man. bro, I don't, I don't even want people to follow me. Yeah. Bro. I want people to follow Christ. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't follow now, me. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this naturally. Nah, naturally yeah, I know, you know I know, I mean? bro. That's social work. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, you know, from there, bro, like, I just understood that I have to get into the word and things of that nature. I'm going to just say two quick things before, you know, we get into, like, the next topic. Um, mm-hmm. um, But, like, you know, that night I gave my life to Christ, you know, the next day was still a regular day. You know, I, I didn't hear no voice from heaven, like, hey, favor, you know, now you're saved or, you know, anything of, like that, you know, that um type. Um, So I just understood that, well... Lord, like, I want to have an encounter with you. Like, you know, I want to, like, experience you in different ways. So, you know, I started going around asking people, like, yo, did, like, when God's, like, when God, like, when you have an encounter with, with God, like, does he, do you hear a voice or, like, like is it a dream or, you know, mm. does he come into your room physically? You know, things of that nature. And um, 
I told God, I'm like, hey, you know, let me have an account with you, you know. So like I had one of my mans, he owed me like 50 cash, bro. And the type of person I am, I'm not gonna chase you down for money. If you know you owe me, just pay me up. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna chase you for money, bro. You feel me? And it's fifty dollars, bro. Mm. But it wasn't even about the money. It was about like just the principle. Like, bro, respect me enough to pay me back, bro. You feel me? And I'm a reasonable person. You feel me? If you're going through it, cool. But I'm seeing you on like on social media flashing money and doing all these things. I'm like, yo, bro, you, know, you really not gonna pay me back fifty cash? Mm. Like, that's how I was feeling. So I'm like, all right, cool. Keep the money. I'm just cut you off. Fifty dollars, bro. Mm-hmm. Later that week on the Sunday, I remember this day like it was yesterday. I was I was laying in bed, and all of a sudden, a, a certain verse is dropped into my head. Luke seven forty. So I'm I'm laying there. I'm like, why does this verse come drop into my head? So I'm like, this is a coincidence. You feel me? Like my faith really had to be strained, bro, because I really had like little faith, mm-hmm. you know. So, but all of a sudden, like the verse just kept on being more profound in my head, bro. I'm like, yo, turn to the verse, bro. So I picked up my phone. I turned to the verse and. Um, at this time, bro, I didn't even like memorize any scriptures. You know, the only scripture I probably knew was like John three sixteen, for God so loved the world. We all know that one. Or like the Lord <laughs> is my shepherd. You know, that stuff we yeah. recited as kids. But I, everything else, I didn't know. Mm. So I turned to the verse, and it said like Jesus answered the thoughts of Simon Peter, and he basically said like, "Hey, he's he basically told a story of how like um a person owed fifty silver to another person, but the person didn't have like the silver to pay him back, so he just forgave him. So I was like, why, why did I just read that? Mm-hmm. Then the situation with my bro came back And I was like oh snap <laughs> That's crazy But I was still being skeptical bro I'm yeah. telling you I was really a big skeptic Like skeptic bro But the Bible teaches We have to walk by faith And not mm-hmm. by sight You uh-huh. feel me But at the time I was like Nah this can't be God It's probably just coincidence mm-hmm. so, but, it sounds, so it sounds like You had a lot of coincidence In your perspective <laughs> And like all these yeah. had, Like mm-hmm. hidden messages Yeah bro yeah. I was trying to see Everything as a coincidence But like stuff we see As coincidences Really be God reaching out to us. You feel me? Mm. So from there, like that morning, I I, um, I hit up my mans. I'm like, yo, bro, like, you're not in debt to me no more, bro. Like, let's just focus on, like, you know, um, getting closer with Jesus, bro. That's all that matter. You know, mm-hmm. I made up with him. Um, and after that, bro, I just had, I started having more dreams and more dreams, bro. Like, if I told all my dreams, you're going to be here till like, next week. Yeah. For me? But I just want to tell this dream real quick, though. September 1st, 2020, bro. This dream I had was crazy. You know, it was basically one of my men's from fourth grade. You know, he has an older brother. And I haven't seen his older brother probably since fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So it's been like 10 to 12 years, you know, since I've seen him, since I've talked to him. For me and my men's, like, we chop it up here and there. But we at that time when I had the dream, bro, like we didn't chop it up in a minute. So I have a dream, bro. And his older brother is basically like driving. And he's speeding in the car and I'm in the back seat. And you know, you know when you really speeding, like the car starts rocking. You start rocking, you feel it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling, I'm sitting in the back, so I'm kind of scared. I'm like, yo, bro, we about to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? So I'm in the back, I'm praying to God, I'm like, God, please save us. You know, and as I wake up, the car crashes. So I wake up, I'm confused. I'm like, what type of dream was that? So I'm thinking it's just probably just a random dream. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I find my phone has like slipped to like the side of my bed. I pick it up and I go on Facebook. And usually I don't go on Facebook, bro. If I'm keeping a stack, I go on my phone. I probably go on IG. If I'm keeping a stack, I go on IG. Like that's my you know, favorite social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I go on Facebook, bro. And bro, like I see a picture of his older brother mm-hmm. and a paragraph. So I'm thinking, oh, it's his birthday. But I'm reading it, and then I see like "Rest in Peace." I said, "What?" Mm-hmm. Then the dream came back to me, like, "Yo, I just had a dream that he just got into a car crash." 
So, bro, I got up, bro. I was like, nah. I went to my living room. I was pacing in my living room. Like, nah, I'm not jacking it. I'm not jacking it. Like, this is crazy. You feel me? So I hit up my mans that post that made the post. I'm like, yo, bro, link up right now. Mind you, this is all at like five in the morning, bro. I'm like, yo, bro, link up right now. You feel me? And he lived like a couple blocks from me. So I got ready, bro. I'm at his crib. You feel me? So we go over there. I'm like, yo, his older brother's name was Fareed. I'm like, yo, how did Fareed die? He's like, yo, he died in a car accident. I was like, bro, I just had a dream that he was in a car accident, bro. And I was just like, yo, this is crazy. Like, it's like, bro, I broke down right then and there, bro. If mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to keep it a stack. I broke down right there. And, you know, we were just talking. And he was like, yo, bro, life is crazy. Life is crazy. I said, bro, don't say life is crazy. Say God is real. Mm-hmm. You feel I me? Mean? Like, don't yeah. say life is crazy. That's get, fine, yeah. get, get, give the credit to God, bro. You yeah. You know I mean? And, you know, um, you know I, I just talked to him about the gospel, you know, talking about Jesus and things of that nature. Told him about my testimony, you know what I mean? And, and we prayed together that day. But, like, it was just. A lot, was just, lot to take in. It was just crazy, bro. Because, like, if. When people used to tell me about dreams they had of, like, you know, people dying. Like I said, I used to always call it cap. Like, mm-hmm. uh, they just exaggerating. Or, you know, they, they just making this up. But when it actually happens to me, you know, I was like, oh, snap, this is real. Yeah. I mean, so that was like a revelation that God gave to me, you know. So, yeah, that was, that's really my testimony, bro. That's, you know. Yeah, and I appreciate that. And I feel like you did a lot of unpacking. And, um, you know, I, me personally, I enjoy listening to you and, like, hearing those intimate stories that you had to share. Because I feel like each one of them, um, there's a message. Um, and also there's a story that we could all, like, learn a, a thing from and, yeah. like, for me, man, storytelling is everything. Um, my question is to you, like, from your perspective, who is Jesus? Like, like <laughs> the from, big name. Yeah, like, who is that person to you? Like, because uh, sometimes, you know, we live in a society where like um, narrative are being paint, are being paint, right? And people are like, you hear things like, oh, the Bible isn't real, or like, yeah. you know, a group of people are making it and they, they put in their <laughs> only, they put in their things in it. Yeah. So like, you know, how like how do you kind of like navigate all all those things, right? And come out come up with something like, hey, this is who this person is to me. Cause we all see that person in a different light, right? Cause I feel like we all have faith, but it's who we have faith towards to, right? Yeah, bro. We all we all have faith in something, like you said. I agree with that. You feel me? Jesus, you know, like I, I think everybody has heard the name Jesus, before, <laughs> whether from like an got uncle, to. An auntie, a grandparent, like you've heard the name Jesus before, you know. In his day, um, people looked at Jesus like, "Hey, is that um, Elijah the prophet reincarnated?" You know, people was like, "Oh, is, is that a prophet?" You know, people said, "Oh, you know, um, is that just a man?" Um, today, you know, different religions, you know, the Jews, they look at him as a false messiah, you know, Muslims, you know, they see him as an important prophet of God, you know, um, other beliefs such as like Buddhism and Confucianism in China, they see him as just a wise teacher, but me and my household, (laughs) you know, Christians, you know, we see him as God, we see him as the, the, the visible, the visible image of the invisible God. You know, we see him as the son of God. We see him as the son of man. We see him as just the all in all. We see him as everlasting life. You know, we see him as the prince of peace. He has a lot of names, you know, and I could keep on going and going, but Jesus is essentially God, you know. Mm-hmm. 
he's essentially the sacrificial lamb that had to die for the sin of the world. You know, um, and I just want to say this real quick, you know, everything that I believe and just my mindset is all based on the Bible. You know, like people look at as the Bible is just as a book, right? But the Bible is the word of God. And, you know, in the in the book of um in the book of John in the Bible, you know, the Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word became flesh. So we know that the word of God is the Bible. And if the Bible is saying that this word is God and the word became flesh, who became flesh? Jesus. So this Bible, I always tell like Christians, I'm like, yo, this Bible is is God. This Bible is Jesus, essentially. Like that's a revelation that God, that God gave to me when I was reading, when I read that. That this is does this is just not a textbook. This is God. Even in the book, of, like I think First Timothy, it says like every scripture is God inspired. So everything in that Bible is basically what God is the is the is the word of God essentially. You feel me? So Jesus now. We all have heard. We I'm sure you all have heard that you know Jesus died for your sins, right? That's the gospel. That Jesus died for your sins, so you can be saved. And if you believe in the name of Jesus, you will be saved. You know, you hear the famous John three sixteen, for God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Another translation says eternal life. You know. It's really a lot to unpack with this one. You know, um the the original plan of God, right? He wanted to fellowship with man. You feel me? That's the original plan of God. You know, Adam, you know, you hear of Adam, the first man created by God. God's plan was to fellowship with him, to commune with him forever. You feel me? Until, you know, we heard of like, you know, them eating the fruit. I don't know why people say apple though. Like the Bible never said apple, but I think that's what people say. But it just says the fruit. You feel me? And to quickly sidetrack, you know, um, um, what you call it? I don't know why. This is this is this is a big <laughs> sidetrack. This just came to my mind. That's you know, cool. Like in this generation, a lot of dudes be like they don't need girls and all that. But I'm like, yo, you know, when God created Eve, you know, God said, man should not be alone. You know, He said it is not good for man to be alone, so He created Eve. You know, so like that innate, like there's an innate wanting of like a man to want a woman, bro. Like, I feel like a, a lot of dudes is hurt in this generation. I think that's what it is. It's trauma. You know, it's you, a lot of trauma. You got to heal, fellas. You got to heal for <laughs> me. You always say this stuff like, oh, you don't need a shorty and this and that. I'm like, yo, you're not wiser than God. You know, mm-hmm. like if if God felt like Adam didn't need Eve, he wouldn't have created Eve for him. He would have been like, oh, okay, I'm enough for you. But he said, hey, it's not good for man to be alone. So he created Eve. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like even like there's certain things that your shorty will do for you that your homies can't do for you. Mm. And just to quickly ask you, ask you, bro, you feel me? Like, what do you feel like wifey does that your homies cannot provide, bro? Um, I think she does a lot, bro. Um, I think the main thing is just being um, like really here from like really listening, and yeah. then also really acting on what I need her to kind of act for me, like without me even knowing. Yeah. Like I don't have to break things down for her. So it could be like the simplest things. Like the other day, I think, um, you know, she knew that I was having a long day. Mm. And she just 
Got me a little small care package. None of my boys ain't gonna do that shit for me. I'm like, I'm like nah, you good, bro? All right, copy. And keep it pushing. You feel me? Uh, and sometimes, like, you don't even realize that you need that that type of affection and love on somebody until, like, you actually get it. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, that's just me. You feel me? I'm happy for you, <laughs> And I'm that's bad, I funny. You, boy. <laughs> now, that's a fact. Like I always, I always say, like yo, I would, I would love to have a shorty right now. Like I'm single right now. I would love to have a shorty. Mm-hmm. But like, am I ready for one? No. Am I looking for one? No. Mm-hmm. I would love to have one, but like, just right now, I just know like, there's a lot of still maturing I have to do. A lot mm-hmm. of you know, growing up that you know I have to do, and you know, God's gonna help me. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you know I have to you know, um, just be better at. Mm-hmm. But back to like, just who was Jesus in the gospel, like. Damn, it's a lot to unpack, bro. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I mean, you, you I, I I'm think, not trying to run over a time. <laughs> nah, you good? I think, I think, uh, like what you said definitely like gave me, and I think it will give other people like idea, like you know what you mean and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, like I think that was great. And the one thing I do want to ask you is like, like what is one thing that you like you want to like kind of like leave anyone that who may be tuning in or listening. Um, like a message or something that you feel like, hey, like if if you didn't get all you know everything that I said, this is one piece that I definitely want you to kind of like stay hooked on and like you know take it, give your life to Christ. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm a, I'm a simple man. I like to keep it simple. I don't I don't like politicking. You know, mm-hmm. appreciate you, my yeah, guy. Course, like, my oh, thank you for pulling up, man. Like, yo, listen, y'all, like join me and my game on the next real talk series, man. Um, thank you. And this is facts, man. We out. Facts, my boy. Facts, <laughs> facts. Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review. Remember, you can connect and follow us on our social media pages to stay informed. Links will be provided in the episode notes. Thank you for tuning in. Remember this. This is the only podcast that speaks facts.